Hey guys, gonna keep it short this week. I appreciate you coming and listening. I appreciate you in the Twitch feed as well. You guys always make this worth doing. If you want to help support the show, give us a like and a review and subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on Spotify and do all the social media things such as following us on Twitter. If you want to help support the show further, you can use our Humble Bundle links. By using those links, we get a portion of the purchase and a portion of that purchase goes to a charity. So not only do you get low prices from Humble Bundle, but you help support us and a great cause. It is a win, win, win. Be sure to check out all of our friends over at KDK Weekly. They do a weekly show at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Follow them at twitch.tv slash kdkweekly for all of the goodness over there. And of course, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Next to Nothing Podcast, where we talk about games to waste your time on and not your money. I am one of your hosts... Uh, Danny K. With me, I have my lovely co-host wearing the dino beanie. Mr. Sorry, Ryan. it's an, an XX Viewer Master 18 XX69 of the Lord. Hi, guys. Come on. <laughs> we were done Bye. with that. <laughs> I thought Seven. we were done with that like a week ago. <laughs> no, that's never uh, over. All right. Never over. <laughs> he rebound his keys. He's all about it now. <laughs> And with us, our special guest, Mr. Slaughter. How's it going? It's going great. Having a lot of fun. Happy to be here, this illustrious podcast. Uh, <laughs> what? Are you sure? You yes, sure you're in the right like place? I think you're in the wrong podcast. Yeah, I am in. I you're in the wrong place. Somebody get this man out of here. Oh. I didn't, well, I didn't have a backup. It's like the Geico Esports podcast. Yeah, that's that's where you fucked up. You made a turn on uh, left instead of right yeah damn it fuck it i'm here might as well stay (laughs) (laughs) anyway it's about geico insurance (laughs) not sponsored by the way uh hashtag not sponsored but uh hey geico listen we're all about saving people money here at next to nothing and uh (laughs) 15 percent or more (laughs) you know geico danny needs beard oil (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh I would say that 15% people can save on their car insurance they can, you know, put into some video games. You know. <laughs> Listen, the 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 ad copy just writes itself with it's a match made in heaven. Come on, Geico. Come on, Geico. All right. I was gonna say I feel like we're a gaming podcast, but we seem to be really diving into the insurance thing already. <laughs> True. Maybe, True. Maybe we should swap. Maybe we, yeah, maybe we should swap. Uh we have some stuff to talk about today. Are you guys ready yeah, to, just to yeah. jump right into it? Sure, I'm done. Yeah, I'm let's good to do go. it. All right. I'm good. Yeah, let's talk about uh, Ring of Elysium and the Adventure Season Pass Season 1 update. Ugh. Um, so we've talked about Ring of Elysium before here on the uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. For those who don't remember, Ring of Elysium is basically a free-to-play PUBG done by a Chinese developer that did the um, PUBG mobile version. Um, so you guys, you know, you drop into a zone, you pick up guns, you kill people, you try to survive uh, to the last... Uh, or you actually, you try to survive to either be the last one or uh, to get uh, on a... Um, helicopter, a rescue helicopter. 
It's set in a winter wonderland with all sorts of extreme sports like snowboarding and hang gliding and uh, rock climbing and rappelling. Um, and they put out an update uh, since the last time we've talked about this where they um, introduced some characters. They introduced three characters. They introduced um, some in-game microtransaction currency and some other... They changed the systems up, I guess I should say. Um, Holy shit. I was watching I was watching the video clip. That was a hell of a shot. <laughs> right. Oh, I will say I was playing last night because I still love this game. I, I don't like this update, but I still love this game. Uh I got some really cheesy kills. Um there were some people who were real bad. Uh there's a guy who um Was it Ren? Was not Ren. But you guys will have to Was I. Uh, Ren, you'll have to uh kind of tell people your uh, experience here soon um i guess i'll just talk about my cheesy kill real quick yeah so i w i dropped ring mountain um city i what i usually do is i drop like right by the um the town center i swoop in on top of the roof and then i loot from the top of the roof and kill anyone that like isn't obviously on top of the roof um <laughs> but this guy like i had been trying to follow him for a little bit trying to figure out where he was and you can hang glide from the second floor to the bottom floor uh, in the town town hall. So I did that. I saw him. He was hiding by some stairs. And I got stuck on the wall trying to divert. He missed every shot. I was kind of like glitching the wall until it finally released me. <laughs> I was able to kill him uh, as it released me. It was I, – I have a feeling that dude like threw his keyboard. He, I would have been pissed myself if that happened. Um so, yeah, the game, uh, new update, like I said, it introduced some characters, but characters don't do anything. It's basically mm -hmm. just, like, a different skin that you can get, like, an extreme sports dude. You can get a chi uh, cute, I think, Chinese photographer chick, and uh, um, you can get a, uh, like, a ninja dude with, like, swords on his back. He's those, awesome. Those are the characters so far. I don't know if they have any like unique emotes or anything like that. They explained almost nothing with this update. Um, and you can only get those characters if you buy the season adventure pack, I believe. Like you can't buy them outright, it doesn't look like. I spent forever like trying to find just prices on anything. Like in uh, some other some there are some other cosmetics that were um, included in the update. Like, you can get a different colored hang glider or snowboard or, you know, uh, climbing gear. And for any of it, any of it, I couldn't find any price tags. Like, you just have to, like, unlock these. And if you get the Adventure Season Pass, you basically get a reward every time you you tier up or basically level up. Um, for the regular pass, every time you tier up, I think it's, like, ev basically every other until you get to the laters the, or the later stages and then at like 70 you just stop getting anything um so that's basically the update um basically the update in a nutshell uh yeah you guys want to add anything onto that because i think i've covered just the update itself yeah, uh yeah for sure um i mean i don't really have much to talk about for the update and mm -hmm. sorry that i haven't been like super talkative roofing so i'm like on push to talk but mm -hmm. we i did actually like just try i tried it with slaughter mm -hmm. i think that was friday mm -hmm. 
Thursday? Thursday or Friday, something like that. And I actually had a good time with it. I'm not really a big, like, BR fan. Mm-hmm. Not super into it, but, like, in terms of how simple it was, it was actually very simplistic. It wasn't... Yeah. Not that that's a bad thing, per se, but it's really easy to, like, just get into and just start playing versus a lot of other ones, which is, like, you have to do a lot of, like, inventory micromanagement mm-hmm. and things along those lines, and it's just overall brutal in that sense. Yeah. But this one was just like, hey, pick up the items. And, like, I, I found myself more often than not asking, like, does this auto-equip or, like, does it just, like, do I have to, like, do it myself? And every mm-hmm. single time it was just, like, it auto-equips. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, I found that to be a great thing. That That's an awesome thing to do. Um, yeah. Overall, I had a good time with it. I don't really know anything about the, like the microtransactions or anything like that per se, mm-hmm. but like from the experience I had with the game, it did make me a little bit more open to BRs in general. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of good things that this does in terms of BRs, and um, you know the auto equip, the um, the movement system is great to me. Like the fact that you can snowboard or hang glide, that like is just like an extra asp. There's like a little extra bit to it that I think is just wonderful. Um, I like the fact that it's more realistic than, like, say, Fortnite or Darwin Project, which those games are the way they are for, you know, reasons. Um, They're meant to appeal more casually, but this kind of hits a good casual to hardcore shooter um, Mm -hmm. aspect for me. That's, I think, what I like about it the most. You know, I love hardcore shooters like Insurgency and Squad. Um, I'm sure if... I was interested in buying a buggy mess uh, PUBG, you know... (laughs) Like this yeah, is, like actually, this... <laughs> somebody that I was playing with was all like, "Hey, this reminds me a lot of PUBG," and I was like, "If it's free to play PUBG, I'm down." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's good enough for me. I don't want to pay the thirty bucks for bugs. I'm yeah, okay. True. I'm fine. Yeah, that's basically why I even started playing this. I'm like, yeah, if this is basically a free, and um, like I said, it's done by the people who did the PUBG mobile port mm-hmm. or version. So, oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yep. Okay. Um. So to me, this was just something I'm like, yeah, free to play PUBG. No yeah. bugs. I'm not. I'm not buying a buggy mess. Um, yeah, it's fantastic in that aspect. Um, I just don't get the update. Uh, I really wish it would have just been an optimization and fixing update because there are a lot of issues with this game. Um, yeah, that's just me. I'm sure. They need to get their monetization in somehow, <laughs> but I'd rather mm-hmm. have just been like, I'd be willing to throw money at this game if you guys fixed issues that it has, you know, right. that it runs like garbage and has, you know, glitches, you know, I'm sure you guys experience this. Basically, if you have anything running in the background, like OBS, for example, um, mm-hmm. buildings take forever to render in when you load in and then your frames take a massive dip. It would have been nice to have seen some sort of optimization for that. Um, yeah, that like, wasn't so much actually a case for me personally, yeah. but one thing uh-huh. I did notice is that like as a streamer, it's actually like really awkward to capture. That was one thing yeah. I did notice off the bat, and it's a really easy fix, but like yeah. they're just like, yeah. nah, keep it as a windowed like software thing. It's like, okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> and then like the borderless mode, um, like you can't click off screen, which did yeah. uh, without it uh without it cl- minimizing and then you have to like reopen it again which like defeats the entire purpose of having borderless mode like why wasn't that <laughs> yeah, fixed yeah. completely <laughs> you know if i <laughs> that's just one of those things for me i'm like i have to like do setup for borderless mode which is a little yeah. annoying um so there was that uh i still think it's worth playing i just don't think for me it's worth throwing any money mm-hmm. in yet because they really didn't fix anything. They just 
added stuff to add stuff into trying to get you to spend money. I still think it's a great game, but you know, I, I for me, I reward games that do like good updates that make things run well and are actually useful updates. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. like they also, I guess I will say, um, they got rid of like their entire currency system. It looks like because you can't buy crates with the currency you earn in game. So I just have like on the bottom of my screen like nine thousand currency or something like that. That's just useless. <laughs> I'm like, was I? I got the, I got the same problem. <laughs> I'm like, so are you guys gonna introduce crates again? What's the plan here? Because you guys are giving reward, you guys are giving cosmetic rewards based on tiers, which I think they're gonna change out. I don't know what the, I don't know what the um, plan is to change for seasons, but I guess you know that's their plan for cosmetics um yeah, it's like they're taking the uh fortnite approach when it comes to like the battle pass or adventure pass mm -hmm. as they call it yeah yeah which I may mean, i get it it's it's proven effective yeah yeah but like i said game is still worth playing i don't know if it'd be worth throwing any money into that's just me oh if yeah you really, for sure. if you really really like this game and you want to continue seeing it you know maybe throw a couple bucks but that's just I, I mean, I the way I look at the game, granted, I don't have a lot of like time with it. I still mm -hmm. look at it as like an early access title. That's how yeah. I just view the game in a nutshell. And I don't throw money at early access unless if like it's very well proven. The only one that like at this point that I might is uh, Warframe. Mm -hmm. Aside from that, I just don't. It's not a thing I do after Daisy and Rust, like early Rust. That's mm -hmm. just a no. I don't do that anymore. It's not worth it. We'll, it's not worth my time. We'll talk about Warframe, but is that really, would you consider that early access? They well, still some say people it is. do, and I really don't. Yeah, I really, I don't. I don't at all. I think there's more than enough content to really like back it up, but it's still like classified as like a beta. But it's like, no, yeah. you're so full of it right now. Yeah, Dirty so, Bomb yeah. did the same thing. Dirty yeah. Bomb had that whole issue where the entire time they were saying that they were um, still in beta mode, but when you look at when <laughs> Dirty Bomb released, and now that they say they're not developing it, or the 1.0 release, no longer in beta. And when they yeah. um, are officially now like ending development and essentially the game is going to go the way of the dodo unless people continue to play, um, mm -hmm. there's not a lot of difference between between basically Dirty Bomb at the beginning of this year and when they released 1.0 or uh, yeah. Dirty Bomb. Yeah. I mean, one character really when it was like one year ago when you would still when they would still firmly say they were beta um and then like by now there's no difference between the game practically except for one character mm -hmm. so um yeah so that i mean that's the update in a nutshell characters that don't do anything weird <laughs> currency systems um i didn't see any bug fixes or maybe some hitbox things i think there was some blowback because i did look at some notes and there was a note on the steam page where they kind of like yeah we hear you guys you know this wasn't the update you guys were expecting or something like that so i think they are listening mm -hmm. they at least apologize for maybe like lackluster content or whatever yeah. else like what the community was really wanting to see which is probably some fixes on some things yeah you know, so I mean, the nice thing about like a business like this where it's free to play and like they're just starting is they have to be really receptive to an audience. Yeah. So like they're kind of forced to like actually do something about the issues at hand right now. Mm -hmm. 
instead okay. of like just being like, oh, that sucks, but mm. we'll get to it someday. It's kind of just like, oh shit, people will stop playing. Yeah. <laughs> people will like stop. Mm -hmm. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, I think that's like a nice thing at least about like the state that the game is in right now is that like the reception that they have to take is very crucial. Mm -hmm. It's just like fix, fix your game. Stop putting in microtransactions. Obviously yeah. people don't want that. It's very clear. Yeah. I mean, I don't like, I don't think microtransactions is that big of a problem if they still kept their original currency system also. Cause they had the, um, the currency you got from just playing the game, which allowed mm -hmm. you to buy different daily crates and all that stuff where you could get different cosmetics. But like, Bring those back if you want to bring in this right. microtransaction thing also. Because I yeah. thought that was yeah. awesome because a lot of games with this stuff, they're like, give us money or you get nothing. Yeah, yeah. that's very true. I guess that was my big thing that I kind of like, I was kind of pissed. <laughs> I was pissy about on my stream. <laughs> it's like, I have all this currency and I can't do shit with it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, otherwise... I mean, there wasn't much. Uh, how was your guys? I got Slaughter because Slaughter wanted to play a game with me. And mm -hmm. I, I got him into this. And then I think, like you said, Slaughter convinced you to play this on your stream. How was your <laughs> first experiences, guys? I actually, so my first experience, my first game wasn't like super crazy. I don't believe it was. I think mm -hmm. I just died because that's how it normally goes when you're first timing a BR. But mm -hmm. like after a few runs, I actually started to get really into it. Um, yeah. I, I didn't get great by any means, but like it's a game I could actually see picking up again and playing more. Mm -hmm. um, I think like one of my best runs was maybe like four kills. That happened like towards the end of the stream that night. But um, I, I ended up having like a really lot of like a lot of fun with it. It felt mm -hmm. good to actually have a shooter that's not like either just run and gun and then respawn every two seconds or like. Fortnite, where like it's a shooter but it's not actually revolved around the shooting premise it's revolved around like doing something else that yeah, like yeah. hopes that they don't shoot you yeah <laughs> it's like <laughs> i'm not a fan of that I'm not a fan i'd rather just shoot the person personally I, but you know i do remember watching your stream <clears throat> and watching mm -hmm. you die to an avalanche which was funny yeah yeah <laughs> oh my, yeah that was that was one of our games yeah yeah I didn't know that was a thing either, and I just looked over and Rin just got plowed by a bunch of snow. <laughs> I was like, what the hell just happened? Oh, I remember I was yeah. watching it on my uh, on my Roku TV. I'm like, what the fuck is that noise? And I'm like, oh shit, Rin's <laughs> going to get wrecked by this avalanche. <laughs> tur he turns around, I start seeing the snow in the peripheral of his, of his screen. I'm like, yup, you got an avalanche. Oh, man. Which I don't know how those spawn or how those happen if it's... Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's sound based or if somebody can like trigger them or, or if it's just random. Right. If like you're by a hill, I have no idea. Um, I've seen a couple yeah. of them. I like to watch them, but um, <laughs> uh, it was exciting when I, it happened. I had no fucking idea what was going on. I was just like, just dead. okay, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just dead now. All right. This is fine. But uh, uh, yeah, overall, I had a good time with it. I can't really mm -hmm. complain. I actually really enjoyed it because like, this is my first like more true to life BR type game because mm -hmm. I played Fortnite. Um, yeah, and all that entails. <laughs> but I've played that quite a bit, so like, I was kind of iffy because I wouldn't, because I don't want to play PUBG, I have no interest, so. Mm -hmm. But when you told me this was free to play, I was like, fuck it, I give it a shot. And I actually really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not as super serious as some shooters are, at least not to mm -hmm. me, because I'll, I'll just snowboard everywhere, I don't give a damn. <laughs> You'll shred that gnar. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like doing flips and shit. I think that's mm -hmm. that's a fun thing to do in the game. 
that yeah. you can't yeah. get most places. But, um, um, yeah, I've had a lot of fun with it. Like the 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 original button mapping, though, I have a big issue with because <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, I went through and remapped like half of the controls. <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, like who puts crouch on C? <laughs> that that's pretty dated, to be honest with you. Yeah, that that used to be like a thing long ago, and oh the, yeah, uh, in right. the PC era, but not not so much anymore. There's mm. there's a reason for that. <laughs> One thing, like another thing I wasn't a fan of is the uh, I don't like the toggle zoom thing, but that's just kind of nitpicky. Some people mm -hmm. don't mind it. It's just the thing I'm not a fan of. Yeah, yeah, I yeah for me. <laughs> with the toggle like i just wish that instead of being um instead of doing just toggle or a defaulting to toggle i really wish it was just defaulted to hold down because you can change that in the settings um and they and they put it in a weird spot uh mm -hmm. if i remember correctly so I, that was just one of those other like nitpicky things i just wish most games would just default to hold down because i don't think anyone ever uses toggle very few um yeah i mean that's the update uh anything else on that game because you guys have some uh you guys have a, a game you want to talk about an update for another free-to-play game <laughs> yeah uh, amazing yeah. update i was actually pretty impressed by it From i don't know or you can just game. jump straight to that i don't mind i don't have too much to talk about ring of elysium really yeah but this one i do have a bunch to talk about oh yeah uh what is this the Warframe Fortuna? Yeah. Yeah, Warframe Fortuna update. Feels real good. So essentially for anybody who's actually been playing Warframe and they're like towards the higher stages, um, a large amount of like the Warframe population believe that we were in a sort of a content content drought, excuse me. Where not a lot of like stuff was really available to play or anything like that. It was overall just the same sort of grind over and over and over again for the really high level. Grand, this is like really high level stuff it's not like a majority of people would run into but this is actually like the solution that they came up with so essentially there's a previous um open world expansion that's planes of eidolon this is kind of like the successor to it and it seems like they're going to be releasing these open world expansions for each planet um starting from beginning to end and i believe we have another one coming out in december um but this one actually hit a large amount of things that people were really excited about. So we got um, basically a more of a realistic grind in comparison to uh, Planes of Eidolon. Planes of Eidolon had a really excessive grind where it was just overall you spend weeks trying to get the stuff that you need to get. And a lot of it is really like RNG based and it kind of sucks, but like overall it's a fun time. Whereas this one it's a lot more relevant towards like how fast you clear something and like how well you do something versus like how many times can I run it? We'll see. We'll find out. But uh, that was one thing I really appreciated about the update. So essentially in these open world sections, there's a sort of standing that you have to get or like a reputation that you have to like grind out in order to access certain things. Um, one particular thing that was available in this is if you succeeded a bounty, which is showing up on the screen right now, if you succeeded one and you did it well enough, you'd actually double the amount of reputation that you made or possibly even triple it. So that way, instead of like just grinding for like upwards of 10 runs, it could be like three. You could easily do it in like two or three runs if you're like really good, really solid at it. 
maybe you're towards like the later stage you don't really have to worry about it too much and if you're towards like that um starter stage it's a little bit more difficult but it's a little bit more rewarding to have an experience um let's see what else do they add new fishing so in the previous one they started out uh introducing fishing and to some degree hunting but the hunting wasn't really like there wasn't really much to go on there it was just sort of there's critters in the universe you can kill them if you want um but the fishing was basically you point at a fish and you just throw a thing. Ta-da, that's it. <laughs> and now they're actually sort of like implementing some sort of interaction with it where like there's a mini game after you like catch a fish and then like you have to really like try to reel it in. That was really interesting. It seemed like overall they were just improving on the Plains of Eidolon expansion by making a new one that was just better in pretty much every realm. Mm -hmm. Also, you can get little uh, stuffed animals. They're called floofs. If you uh, go hunting, it's not really hunting; it's preservation. Yeah, they're actually called floofs in the game. It's they're the little, they're little stuffed animals. Yeah. Mm. After you uh, collect a certain amount of um, critters in the world, you can go into a vendor and then turn all these uh, tags in for like all the critters that you got, and then you can buy little floofs, and then you could just decorate your ship with them. I'm planning on like building an entire like arc of bunnies. That just goes all the way around my shit. It'll be great. But um, yeah, <laughs> I, I was really excited. Overall, it's a really good update. There's nothing that's insanely crazy about it. There's nothing that's like, wow, that's incredible. But it's like, overall, it's just a really good step forward more than anything. So that that was overall like the biggest thing. It wasn't like, this is the best update to ever happen. It was just like, the initial Planes of Eidolon update was more of them trying to take a risk and figure out how do you do, like, open-world exploration in a game like this? And then it seems like now they're trying to refine it. And, like, I feel like they did a really good job with this one, personally. Um, but, yeah. Sorry, if you want to talk about stuff, go for it. All right. Uh, so, one thing I also loved about it, because, like, with all these updates, we usually get a new frame. Yeah. Which, which gives you a new wonderful grind. <laughs> but uh which i actually think is fun especially if you're playing with somebody but like they introduced these different ways to get around the map like in planes of ireland you had the arcwing launcher which lets you fly everywhere which was cool let you get transverse nice and fast now we get the k drive and we can we can board everywhere we can shred it yeah and, do, and like you jump do tricks you do flips spins grind it out like it's awesome just little like, yeah i just i really enjoy little things like that <laughs> but um like de is just amazing i think they're like one of the best developers for a game because they truly listen to what their people ha have to say like, <laughs> yeah there's there's never any feeling like you need to actually buy or pay any money to like do anything that's the one thing that i noticed um everything is always open and free and it, granted with the last expansion the plans of eidolon the grind was a little rough. This one feels a lot better. Like, it feels significantly more balanced and, like, I can actually, if I go out of my way to do it, I can get all the stuff I want to in a short period of time if I'm really devoted. Like, if I actually mm -hmm. just go out and do it versus, like, in Planes, a lot of it was just like, well, I guess I'm just stuck doing this, like, 20,000 times until I hopefully get it. Yeah. Um but yeah, everything everything just felt a lot more balanced. It felt like just a significantly more balanced um, 
Plains of Eidolon, really. Mm -hmm. And that was, personally, that's what I was looking for, was just, like, having some sort of, like, content that actually is, like, it's real content. It's not like you're just stuck in the grind and then that's just it. That that was really, basically, that was Plains of Eidolon, was you were just stuck in the grind and, like, if you wanted to get everything, you would have to farm an Eidolon upwards of like hundreds of times just to get everything that you need, which sucks. But mm. so far, at least from the experience, it seems not at all that way. It seems yeah. like everything, if you want to, you can get it like relatively early if you really like try to go for that, which is great. I love it. And the K drive is fantastic. You can actually like, it, it gives you something to do even if you don't have anything to do. Because it's fun. Right now. It's actually mm -hmm. genuinely fun. This, uh, yeah, this basically skateboard hoverboard thing. It's a ton of fun. It's a blast. And it doesn't feel like you're not, like, you don't feel like you're wasting your time. You feel like you're just having an overall, like, good time. And they added ragdoll physics if you fall off. So I've seen a lot of people just, like, go to, like, the top of a cliff and then purposely, like, fail and just try to fall and see what happens. And I've seen multiple people fall out of the map. But, like, <laughs> part of that part of that's the fun i don't know it was an overall great experience i really mm -hmm. can't complain about it i think if if there was a time to get into warframe this is definitely the time mm -hmm. because like by the time if somehow by the time that you like start now and finish all that content there's gonna be like another open world i believe in a month like there's gonna be a whole nother thing and they're gonna like tune that one up even more yeah so the, the i really next... doubt you're gonna run out of content <laughs> I think the next thing they're doing is the uh, the space fighting system. They're, they talk. Oh about yeah, 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 at, yeah. Uh, That's right. Um, so like, that sounds really cool because something we haven't seen before, where mm -hmm. you can get with a group of four of your buddies, just like everything else in Warframe, <laughs> and <laughs> you'll get this giant ship, and like someone pilots it, two people run the guns, and you can have one person who like infiltrates the enemy ship that you're trying to fight to help take it down from the inside also mm -hmm. and it's just i think it sounds awesome it's just something like another new thing to do on warframe like they keep finding new stuff mm -hmm. to do while still fitting the same idea of the game yeah yeah all right they haven't introduced something yet that just seems ridiculous like wait this isn't warframe this doesn't feel right yeah i think that's actually like one of their big things is like even if they produce something that's not necessarily like Warframe, like gameplay wise, it's still Warframe. Like there's a Frame Fighter, which is essentially like um, some like sort street of Street Fighter. Fighter clone. Yeah, but it's actually using Warframe and its dynamics like that. And it's in its own realm and it's fun. And then they also had like a Flappy Bird wannabe, which was <laughs> hilarious. It was by so the way. good. It was, it was so, so dumb. Good. <laughs> but they have that and now they have Tony Hawk and now they're trying to go for a faster than light or FTL and they're just trying mm -hmm. to like work on it from that angle and I think that's fantastic I think that's great it, it shows that like they don't care so much about making money obviously they're gonna care to a degree that's how you like live as a business but like they, they're they're still open to have fun with the game and like try to make it actually available to like what people want versus you know oh people aren't spending enough well, instead of making good content let's throw in more microtransactions because mm. that seems like a good idea i'm looking at you destiny too <laughs> but um, yeah. so for for this um 
is the Fortuna update free or is it you have to purchase yes, an expansion it's pack? It's completely free. Completely yeah. free. Yeah, it's completely free. It actually free. opens fairly early on into the game too. So if you're so... just starting, you'll actually run into this probably in like the first, not even the first day of gameplay. Yeah, it's oh, the awesome. second planet you go to. Yeah. Yeah. Like you'll run into planes of Eidolons. I think, I don't know if you get that one first because it's the second half of Earth. Yeah. Yeah, but... you get uh, planes of Eidolon first and then you'll uh, run immediately into Venus, which is where this is located. And honestly, actually, I didn't even think about this. If you're uh, if you're doing like if you're starting from the beginning, you'll probably actually see the huge difference and like mm -hmm. the way that uh, planes versus Fortuna works. Like in planes, a lot of characters, there's NPCs there that work as vendors and such. They don't really so much have a personality. That's not really so much what they do. They're kind of just there exclusively for vendors. But you'll notice in uh in Fortuna, a lot of characters have personality. And, like, they even have their own movements and such. And, like, one of them was, like, extremely flamboyant in its movements. And another one is just, like, I'm I'm a jokester, but I'm, like, dying. Please send help. <laughs> and then there's one that's crazy, and she sells you guns. And she's, like, while you're trying to buy guns from her, she's just, like, no, I won't do it. Okay, fine. Here you go. Just take it. Please. Don't make her angry. And it's, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> And like, another thing I like that they uh, did was in Plains of Eidolon, they introduced, as Ren said, fishing and mining with its own little fishing and mining tool. But then yes. like, people weren't that much fans. But in this one, they introduced even a, a new mining tool as well that's changed, that changes mining completely with a different mini game where it's like a little wheel that goes around to stop it in the right section. Yeah, it, it, it seems so like much everything faster. overall they just made. Yeah, one, they made faster and two, it's like, more interactive. It's on the screen like, right now. Yeah, this is this is essentially how the mining works. It's essentially a little radial dial, mm -hmm. and then you have to like stop the dial in a certain location in order to like successfully mine that to a degree. Um, before it was literally you trace a circle mm -hmm. every time, <laughs> and like if you mess up and you trace a little bit off the line, you get docked for it. Mm -hmm. And that was I thought that was a horrible way of doing it. I thought it was really stupid. I thought it was dumb. It just, it did not lend itself to any sort of fun whatsoever. Mm -hmm. This is interactive in a different way where it's like, okay, it's a timing thing. Yeah. I don't mind timing things. I think that's totally fine. But like, don't make me trace stuff. Come yeah. on, man. So it's more <laughs> that's like... definitely not what I'm here for the game. So the, the mining is more like doing a skill check in Dead by Daylight. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. exactly like that. Yeah. Because okay. uh, on some of them, they'll even give you an option of like a super tiny, like one space one mm -hmm. to yeah. try and get something rare. So uh, yeah. even it's exactly like Dead by Daylights. <clears throat> so in terms of like weapon and and frame crafting and stuff like that, did they shorten some of those times up? Because I've heard like where, you know, it, there's a bunch of grinding for the weapon and you got to wait like 20 hours for the weapon well, to craft I mean, or whatever. Well, <laughs> like, okay, so weapons for the most part uh, take about 12 hours, mm -hmm. which sounds like a lot, really does. But, like, when you're starting, one, you're going to get a lot of, like, weapons off the start. You're probably just going to be making them nonstop. It's really, like, it's not that big of a deal. When you're starting, by the time you probably level up and complete a weapon, you're probably already going to have moved on to, like, the next one. And mm -hmm. then you level that one up, and then you're good to go. The only time when that really, like, becomes an issue is way later on into the game. Like, way later on. It's yeah. definitely not something you'll run into at the start. A hundred percent not. A lot of the weapons you can even buy for credits, which is like it's in-game really like it's not like 
the microtransaction system. It's like its own in-game currency. Mm-hmm. And you get that money like hotcakes. You'll get that doing anything. You can go run into a wall and probably make money. So it's yeah. not really like you're struggling there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think if you're going to make an argument for that, I think the biggest argument you can make is Warframes. Warframes do take a lot of time. They take, once you even get the parts finished, the parts themselves take 12 hours each to like finish. Um, making the Warframe itself, combining all those parts, takes three days, which sounds like a lot, and it is. But if you're willing to wait that, it's not that big of a deal at all. Like, really, I, I think I think the wait isn't so bad. I, I don't think so at all. I think it's just like a thing, and obviously it's going to be some sort of way to like make money if people really want to just be like i'll throw money down to rush something when i could literally (laughs) just close the game and then turn it on tomorrow yeah then sure do it i guess but like you don't have to by any means Mm -hmm. even like even if you wanted to do that you can actually do trading and make that money and it's not hard at all make that money you can can crack relics to get stuff you don't want it you sell somebody they'll give you plat which is the like microtransaction money in warframe yeah. yeah. Or you can just go do different missions like what Ren does that he knows like <laughs> different supply caches that drop mods that people like. You can just make yeah. money that way. Just run that mission over and over, stack up these mods and then just sell them on the like they even have an old, their own website. Like, I think it's warframe.market or market.warframe. Yeah. Yeah. Where, like, warframe.market just, is a third party site, but yeah. you can easily go there and then like if you need platinum, it is super easy to get. It yeah. definitely is not nearly as hard as people make it out to be. Yeah. A hundred percent. You post something you want to sell and <laughs> you'll get yeah, a message. Yeah, it'll sell like in like five minutes. Five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, easily. So, so yeah. ridiculous. How is the story for this? So <sighs> the basic game, I'll admit the basic game at the start, the story sucks. Mm-hmm. That's not including Fortuna. Fortuna has its own like side questy nature of like a story. It's pretty good. I can't argue with that. Mm-hmm. The story itself is actually pretty good. It gives characters that were in the base game before that happened that mm-hmm. didn't really have a lot of character some actual personality. And then they actually have like a reason to like or dislike them to a degree. Yeah. So I thought that was great. The base game at the start, and by at the start, I mean like during your first like four or five planets, there isn't really much to go off of. Mm-hmm. There really isn't much. Towards the end, it actually starts to develop like a story and that's how the people that get really far into the game love the story they they love it i've never really heard that many people be like ah it's not that great but like a good majority of people like it um the start the start is bad though i'll wholeheartedly (laughs) for me like the stories kind of meh early but like later on they have different quests to have stories and i think de is phenomenal at storytelling like the actual missions to do like certain quests or mission uh, stories can be kind of annoying, but the story behind it is amazing, especially like near the end of the story. Oh, they get yeah. so like so in depth and just go at it and introduce stuff. And you're like, what the fuck? Like you just want to keep doing the next thing. You want to get to the next part. And like, then you'll mess yeah. up and hit and hit a button on something and get plunged into a new story while somebody's waiting on you to queue up to play some games. Yeah, that might have happened earlier. I'm, I might have done that the other night. <laughs> yeah. You speak for your player. He's all like, oh, what's this hat doing? And then he clicked on it. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> what's going on? And I got, sent into a new sto- I got sent into a quest. It was a good time. Yeah. 
but, but yeah. I yeah, recommend I think... the late game stories. They're so good. Yeah, I I think if you're willing to like, like put out with it, mm -hmm. the game is not one like. If anything, I feel like this is the biggest marketing move that mm -hmm. Warframe has ever done by far. Like they even got streamers that don't even play this game at all to play it. Yeah, they just like I know they got Ninja Tim, some other people just to play it for like that entire day mm -hmm. and for the most part warframe has never really done that like that's not normally their thing usually the motto of like warframe marketing is they don't come to you you go to them mm -hmm. like if you're looking for the grind you go to warframe and then you're like oh my god wait this is like the grind dream versus like we're warframe please try us yeah it's it's mm -hmm. not anything like that so i thought that was like wow they're really like trying to push it yeah like they really are they've never pushed it this hard before i think and it's I'm... great that they're pushing it i think a lot of more people need to at least try this game for sure yeah. and i think it's great like you can see that they actually put effort in this time pushing it because yeah. they broke their own record mm -hmm. like on steam they had 132,000 concurrent players and that's not counting their own launcher or console players yeah yeah because it, it's on th almost every console i think it comes out on switch in like two days mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> or something yeah yeah so, well like, and there's more console news related to warframe that we can talk about here in a second but yeah you're right that there was they broke their uh they used yeah concurrent players hundred thirty two thousand. yeah between the marketing push and it sounds like it was a great update for the game yes mm -hmm. it really was it, it more than anything it was a really healthy update mm -hmm. that was like the thing i realized from it is that like sometimes with games it's an update and it's cool but like it either causes bugs or like it just something doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. This overall was just a really healthy update and it felt like really well placed more than anything. I was just like, okay, yeah, cool, awesome. I can do all these things and nothing particular is breaking. Seems good to me. Yeah. Even though, I, it's even though a the video... first for a first time launch and nothing broke. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so even That's though the first. video Danny showed was a meme video that showed some bugs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I never ran into any of those. I, yeah, I, I never, never had into a single one. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's definitely worth it. I think there's a time that you want to try it. Mm -hmm. Just try it. Honestly, just try it and see if you're like it or not. It's free. It's literally free. <laughs> you don't pay anything. You know, especially if you have people to play it with. Because this game is yes. a thousand times better mm -hmm. with people. Is there cross-platform yet? No. No. Uh, no. Okay. No. As a matter of fact, I don't think there actually will be cross-platform. Mm -hmm. um, the way their markets work are different. Okay. So, like, a console market is different than a PC market. And, and the updates, too. Like, cons uh, consoles get updates, like, a week after yeah. uh, mm -hmm. PC does. Yeah. If anything, this would be, like, a good, like, notice for people that are thinking about playing it on console. Like, hey, try it. Yeah. Just try it. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, just, uh, was there anything else you guys want to talk about this update at all? I feel like we basically covered everything. Did I already talk about floofs? And yeah, you, you talked about get floofs. all the floofs, and then you can and just like, like collect floofs, and then you can be a floof collector and a Pokemon master. Did I talk about that part? Mm -hmm. no? And like yeah, the hunting is like actual hunting. Like you find something, you track the animal and everything. Mm -hmm. That it's actually cool. was pretty cool. Yeah, like that. <laughs> that actually <laughs> was pretty neat. Because like before, it was just like, oh, there's some animals on the ground. I'm just gonna yeah. blast them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be flying around and just like see like a rabbit, and you're just like, let's murder it. <laughs> like, oh, sounds okay. like me playing Skyrim. 
That's like me playing Red Dead. They have to strop my masculinity by ripping the rabbit skin off. <laughs> oh god. Um, it's the most brutal skinning <clears throat> animation. <laughs> uh, so can it like? Staying connected, we were talking about uh, console. Um, Xbox One will be getting uh, keyboard and mouse support uh, later this week, I believe. Let me see. Um, yeah, later next week. Actually, so I'm going to be honest. Fortnite and Warframe are the, some of the first games for that. Go ahead. I'm going to be honest. I thought that was already a thing. <laughs> I just assumed it was. PlayStation's had it for a while, haven't they? Yeah, PlayStation had I, it. I'm shocked that it took this long. For like, Xbox PlayStation One. had it. Yeah. Right. A couple months yeah. ago for PS4. Yeah, I, I was really like shocked, and, and like I just didn't re like when you sent me the thing. I was like, "What?" Mm -hmm. Isn't... <laughs> I thought this was already like I thought this happened already. <clears throat> I yeah. feel like we talked about this once before. <laughs> like, I feel like it's something strange that they're doing so late because, like, the difference between two consoles. Like, I think PlayStation's more for just gaming, while Xbox went for the entertainment system right mm -hmm. they're all right. about incorporating everything entertainment based into it so i feel like that would be like why wouldn't they already have keyboard and mouse why have they waited right. so long yeah and it's microsoft like how yeah how, how hard can it possibly be for yeah. microsoft to make keyboard and mouse controls on something i find i found that really hard to believe i was just like what mm -hmm. <laughs> took really that long that's basically how I felt about that, at least. Yeah. I, I wasn't really like, so I, I was more surprised that it didn't happen than like, wow, can't believe that's a thing now. Yeah. Seems good. But, uh, yeah. So now that's, shooter oh, players God. just need to be able to play at 60 frames per second and they might be able to face off against <laughs> PC players. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Uh, some other games that are getting uh, keyboard and mouse support later this month include Bomber Crew, Deep Rock Galactic, Strange Brigade, Vermintide 2, War Thunder, Exmorph Defense, uh, Children of Morta, Daisy, Minion Master, Moonlighter, Vigor, Warface, and Wargroove um, will also be giving those um, updates, but those uh, last six or so are unspecified. Um, I'm surprised about the Vermintide 2 one. I, I don't think that's super necessary. I feel like it'd be way okay. better on controller. Like... <laughs> yeah. I think I actually played that with a controller when I actually played that game before. <laughs> so I'm a little bit surprised that that one's like offering that. Yeah. I can see Minion Masters. That one makes a lot of sense. Um, but I can sort of see War Thunder, but... Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. I think that's a cool... I think that's a pretty good game. Mm. So it's, it's it's free, isn't it? That's the free yeah. one. War Thunder, yeah. I think all yeah. the those three games: World of Warships, World of Tanks, War Thunder. I think they're all free. Yeah, which yeah, I believe so. I believe so. I don't know. I've been kind of interested. In maybe check out War Thunder. I've played a little bit of uh, World of Warships. My old man is really into that game. Um, mm -hmm. Like, if you guys ever hear like explosions in the background, it's my old man <laughs> with this system way too fucking loud. Um, <laughs> downstairs <laughs> just literally I, i've woken up in the middle and i just <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like that's legit that was a who the... sound effects i'm like who the f <laughs> who the fuck would be playing world of warships at fucking midnight while i'm trying to fucking sleep <laughs> we'll do it like oh, 6 a.m on a weekend i'm like i am supposed to be sleeping in sir <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyways, oh, man, that's brutal. Yeah, but um, 
so that's one news story that I wanted to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, just real quick I, I for can one in there. Oh, yeah. I I mean we kind of already talked about it a little bit. Uh, Fallout seventy six is actually out. Today. Oh yes. That's yeah, a they thing released it early. That happened on accident. <laughs> they, yeah, they released it early on accident and just said, "Well, screw it, let's just keep it going." So that's a thing. I don't. Whoopsies! I'm, I hit the yeah, button. if you ordered it, like if you have it on PC, it's definitely available on PC today. I don't know about consoles, but I do know it is available on PC. Yeah. So if you have it or if you've been waiting, you can just go play it right now. There's yeah, they, they started up the servers for some reason. Like they're like, eh, why yeah. Not? I, Nobody would notice. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if it was an issue with like, did they turn on the wrong servers? Like, did they, were they planning on like turning on like Australian servers or something like that? And like, I guess we'll release it for North America now, <laughs> right? Like preparing yeah. like European God. servers or whatever. I, I think that I, I think that actually was what happened, but I can't remember. <laughs> he just um, pushed the wrong button. That's the thing. We're like. They were like starting up Australia and accidentally hit North America while EU still doesn't have it. <laughs> like, I'm just imagining, oh, I'm just like imagining like some light switches on a wall. And, so, and yeah. somebody came in and like swapped the stickers. <laughs> some, oh man. Some like janitor at Bethesda is like, you know what? I have this and I really want to play. <laughs> he just swapped the stickers last night. Yeah, there's, um, there's one more little thing about Fallout 76. I haven't actually mentioned this at all either. Yeah. Um, a few people, including me, mm -hmm. can't uninstall the game. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm not joking. That's mighty you can't ballsy. Actually, uninstall it through the control panel because it'll pull up Bethesda and just be all like, uh, "You're not authorized to do this." <laughs> what? So, what the fuck? Yeah, that's a thing. Found that so, one out like yesterday, good, I believe. Good thing they didn't use Steam. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> that that was what I thought. I was like, well, seems good. Um, but yeah, if you did play the beta and you haven't uninstalled the game yet and you don't own it, you might want to try like uninstalling it and just see how what happens. Apparently, it's not for everybody. I, I found like a bunch of people that didn't have a problem, but there's also a bunch of people that do. And I am definitely on that list. And I'm a little salty because my files, when I went to check, so that way I could just be like, mm -hmm. oh, I'll delete the files and then I'll delete the rest of whatever. Yeah. Um, they're not in a really organized folder. And I was really, really salty about that one. So I got yeah. <laughs> I got to search some stuff. Seems good. But, uh, you know, yeah. kind That's of thing. So, so kind yeah. of related. I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast yet, but I've been really wanting to play uh, Elder Scrolls Online. And uh -huh. my launcher is just like <laughs> Slaughter's already laughing because he knows where this Talking is going. About it. <laughs> so I cannot update the game. I have uninstalled and reinstalled the game two times since I've had this issue. It will the download will stall and will stop. I looked on the forum. This is what I think is happening because this is what has happened to other people. Is that ISPs have blacklisted like the Zenimax servers or something to that effect. What? So, Wait, I literally, what? yeah, no, like, I, <laughs> this is what was, like, on the forum. Basically, it was an ISP issue where they weren't letting that traffic through from, from the ZeniMax servers to update the game. Like, I could, I, I, so I, like, I'm basically, like, I have to call my ISP, be like, hey, listen, um, this is my service number. This is my account. Now you see that traffic that's trying to come from this server. Can you please let it allow through. them? Let it through. Yeah. 
What? That's the only that's the only fix that makes sense. I, I literally have tried everything. I have tried like running it as an administrator. I have tried like opening up my firewall. I have tried like X, Y, Z, everything that you could possibly think of. I have tried and I cannot get this game to fucking update. And it's an MMO, which means it updates every week and a half. There's a patch every week and a half for this fucking game because it's a goddamn MMO. That's, uh, that's so rough. I, I think it was funny because, like, since I got that game from, uh, you know, Library Share, I was thinking about, you know what, I'll actually try it, and then I'll play with you, and you're like, by the way, I can't even update the damn game because my internet <laughs> provider won't let me. And I'm like, well, guess I'm not playing that game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> guess oh. that game's done. Yeah, and I don't know, I don't even know if, like, if my ISP would be, like... <laughs> Yes, they probably no. say no. <laughs> they probably say no. To be completely honest with yeah. you, they'd probably be like, "Uh, you don't, you don't own us, really, <laughs> right? We're not gonna do that. Like, you don't make the rules. <laughs> I don't right. fucking know you." Yeah. Yeah. So that's a thing. <laughs> that's rough. I had yeah. no idea, dude. I've actually that's thought about thing. like if I, I like might take my computer over to my friend's house <laughs> with a monitor. <laughs> Just plug into his router with, the, with an Ethernet Dude, I'm going to be honest. I'm shocked that didn't actually happen with a Fallout 76 beta, though, when, like, people downloaded it and then, like, tried to play it, and then it deleted the download, and then it just started re-downloading it immediately. Yeah. Like, another 50 gigs. I'm shocked yeah. that didn't happen. I think that, I think that happened to Lit. That happened to, like, everybody. That so, happened to everybody on PC. That was not just, like, a single-person thing. I don't know, Lit was that doing... happened to me, too. He was downloading on stream. And like, yeah. It got to 100%. He's like, yes! And it just restarted. He's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. Um, so, kind of leading into our next topic real quick, just, you know, to give warning to people who might be on a capped, uh, a capped uh, internet plan uh, yeah. through their ISP, the next Overwatch patch will be... Um, It'll automatically uninstall the game and reinstall the game. So if you guys are on a capped internet pat, uh, uh, capped internet plan, make sure you um, either stop that from happening so you don't have any overages. If you're too close, I know my billing, um, my billing is getting pretty close here soon, um, <clears throat> and uh, so make sure you stop that from happening and you plan accordingly for that. Uh, otherwise, if you're not, like you know, if you have. If you're fine, don't worry about it. Let it patch through. But that's just something that um, you guys should just you know pay attention to. If, if, if you know you don't want those overages, <laughs> they suck. Um, yeah, the data caps suck. If you pass them, you're screwed. Yeah, <laughs> it's oh, over. I had. I didn't know that was a thing for the longest time. Like, cause yeah. internet's always just been you pay for the speed, you have as much as you want. Yeah, there. there's, there's... I like, people in other places are like, yeah, I only get like this many gigs a month. I'm like, mm -hmm. huh? How about your phone, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, like, no. that's that. That's a thing with, with satellite internet. That's definitely a thing. But um, yeah, my my provider and I actually almost had it out with my provider once um, because I I wanted to upgrade my plan to avoid an overage, and the customer service rep told me that that would be okay. I wouldn't have to pay for mm -hmm. any overages. Um if I paid for the next plan up, which I was actually happy to do because I'm like, well, the next plan up is only like $10 more. Uh, it gets me like a, 
uh, better upload speed and it gives me a better download speed. And like more than double um, my cap. And then so I started getting the overages and I started getting a warning that like, hey, you're going to be paying like $60 for overages. So I got back on the phone. I'm like, listen, I have this conversation saved that I was told that this over that I was not going to get charged any overage fees. I better not see an overage fee on my bill. And they're like, no, you're right. Yeah, no, uh, the guy was wrong. <laughs> I'm like, good, because I have like I it was like a chat log. I had I downloaded the PDF of the chat log. Um, I was about ready to send it because they, she was like, no, that's not our policy. I'm like, I have, I've been told something else here. <laughs> I have proof. I have proof, yeah. That's so how you get them. Make sure you save your PDFs of your chat logs with any customer service, especially your ISP. Because when they fuck up, you can call them on it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, yeah, just like another thing, if you're on a budget, if you are the one responsible for your internet bill or you, you know, your roommates don't want to do overages, Make sure you pause that update. Time you know, to sneak into a college. Yeah. <laughs> Time to steal that internet. Oh, man. Um, Wait, do it. Just go to Starbucks and download some games. <laughs> Every, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for, like, that one scammer who's, like, set up, you know, Starbucks free Wi-Fi and totally not a scam. <laughs> like, cause, you, know, you don't even log into your bliss. You know, you just, like, get, you know, just come in automatically logged into your uh, battle dot and you just start fucking ruining his day. He just sits oh, there, he closes man. his laptop and runs off as his bandwidth is just getting sucked away by your uh, Overwatch <laughs> Overwatch download. Um, I mean, so, so you could go to McDonald's offers free Wi-Fi too. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I feel uh, like everybody I play with on League uses McDonald's for their Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. I feel you. <laughs> um so we could you know man i'm just great with the segues here but you know that's one little that's one little thing um that that can affect you know gaming on a budget here's another thing that can affect gaming on a budget and that is a cloud tax Fuck oh man. yeah you hit me let's, with it yeah lay the taxes on me i love taxes this is the set Mm, the hardest, sexiest fucking conversation we're going to have all night, and that is Chicago's cloud tax. Just hot. Guys, get ready. Do you... Hold on, hold on. You guys can't see me rub my nipples. Just let me go ahead and... I don't think I need uh, to see that. I think I'm okay. Thanks, though. Yeah, taxes. Let's talk about taxes, guys. All right. We were just talking about uh, ISPs. That's yeah. when you you trying to not... Pay for shit. Oh, man. All right, so here's the deal. <clears throat> Chicago, like many municipalities, have what they um, deem an amusements tax, and this is based, and this is what it falls under. An amusements amusements tax is an additional tax that they add on to things such as concerts, or gambling, or racetracks, or plays like this. Um, Chicago actually hiked this time last year. They hiked up the uh, amusement tax tax from five percent to nine percent, and it was dubbed the Hamilton tax because it was at the same time that Hamilton was doing their run through Chicago. So already within the last year, <laughs> so already in the last year, we've seen a four percent increase in Chicago for this tax. Now they want to apply it to streaming services for billing addresses in Chicago. So if you have Netflix, Spotify, and because we're, we're talking about this because Sony caved in, 
uh, if you have PlayStation Now or any other PlayStation services, there's going to be an – if your billing address is um, registered to Chicago, you will see a 9% tax increase on those services. And Sony has already said they're going to start implementing that next week. Tomorrow. Yes. Oh, is it tomorrow? Yeah, it's tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh, 14th. the 14th. The 14th oh, of shit. November. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought the article said next week. I was like, damn, you got a week to change your address. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, so hit up, no, I don't like, here. like hit up your buddy and like hit up Rand, be like, yo, bro, I need your address. I wasn't gonna get taxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I mean sucks because there's no real way around that because you have to, if you're gonna pay with your credit card, the only way I can think to get around this is if you pay with every pay everything with your PayPal account. But I don't know if that's registered to an address. I don't think it is. Unless you're running no. like yeah, you're not if you're not if, unless if you have a business debit card, it's not registered to an address at all. Yeah. That's the only way I can think about that. Like you'd have to like transfer the funds for all your services that you pay for to PayPal if they allow PayPal. Because I know some businesses or some services don't allow PayPal. So, for PlayStation, PlayStation does. Yeah. PlayStation does. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, Vex with the loophole, the prepaid visa. <laughs> yeah. So that's so that's the thing, right? That there there's this additional charge. On top of services that honestly, and this is another thing. So I live four hours, five hours away from Chicago. My mm -hmm. mom and my dad, uh, my not my dad, my stepdad live on the Illinois side of the river uh, between Iowa and Illinois. There's a lot of shit that goes on with Illinois that pisses me off. One thing being is they didn't have a balance. They haven't had like an actual state budget in like three years. <laughs> right. Chicago um, is seeing one of the biggest fleeing um, populations in for a major metropolitan area in the country, which means this tax is going to overburden the residents who are already low income to begin with. Like the vast majority of Chicago residents are already low income. They're going to see an even heavier tax on services that help them save money <laughs> on an already overburdened tax population for Chicago. Um, there's some other things that, like, I'm just going to get, like, I don't necessarily care if people see me as biased or, like, pushing my agenda here. Another <laughs> thing that pisses me off is that this, okay, so this is based on your credit card's billing address or zip code that identifies you as a resident of Chicago. That means if you are using a service outside of Chicago, but your billing address is in Chicago, you are being taxed outside the state or the uh, city's borders. Right. So if you're a college student who is from Chicago, but you go to, like, say, southern Illinois or you go to Iowa, like that happens a lot here. Um, a lot of people that I, you know, a lot of out of state people um, are from like the Chicago area at the universities of Iowa, ISU, Iowa, you and I, Drake. So if you're a college student, you're getting taxed for a place you're not even living in at the moment. That's just your billing address or your resident. Mm hmm. You're a permanent resident. That's like not where you're actually living. That's not where you're voting a lot of times. That's not where, you know, like a lot of shit is happening. So you're being taxed for like living in a city that you're not even actually living in. Um, which to me is a mass massive overstep. Like I don't think a city should be able to do that. Uh, unfortunately, it seems like the courts are going to allow this to happen. Um, there have been a couple uh, companies and organizations that have like sued the shitty city of Chicago for this. Um, Apple, Apple sued them in August. Netflix, um, one of the biggest law 
uh, groups that are doing this is, let me find the name here. Um, uh, by the way, my biggest source on this is uh, Forbes. So you guys can find the Forbes article for um, just like type in Forbes Chicago. Um, <clears throat> Chicago uh, cloud tax. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see, where is this guy? I can't find the name. Uh, Liberty Justice Center is another one of the groups that are like trying to prevent this from happening. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, I, I mean, that's, I, I kind of wear my emotions on my sleeve here with this topic because I think this is absolutely ridiculous. Um, oh yeah, for sure. I think, I think it's kind of, uh, I don't see how they can apply, uh, an amusements tax, uh, for cloud services or for streaming services that have basically nothing to do with the city of Chicago, except for that the resident in this, the, that the receiver, the consumer of that product is in Chicago, right? They aren't listening. They aren't going to an arena and listening to Spotify. Like they would go yeah. see Hamilton. They're not going to a movie theater when they're watching Netflix and they're not, they're not going to an arcade to play overwatch on their personally <laughs> privately owned Xbox one in the privacy of their home, which they are connected to via a private contract with an internet service provider. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like the biggest thing I've seen they're claiming is, uh, which it makes sense. The, uh, it's a violation of the internet tax freedom act from 1998. Yeah. Like well in in the courts there struck that down. They said it's not. Which I I didn't I didn't read the judge's which, opinion on that. Which I am from like what I from what I know the law like that does like doesn't make sense cuz it stops states from imposing taxes on or discriminatory taxes on electronic mm -hmm. commerce. Like all this is strictly electronic. Yeah. Like like you said you're not going to play Spotify in an arena unless you're checking out Skrillex's concert. Mhm. Mm yeah, right. and right, and it's uh, it, like I said, it, you're not going to an, uh, you're not going to a casino, right, to play a game. You're in the privacy yeah. of your own home on a device that you privately bought, own privately, connect, you know, that you connect to the internet through a private connection that you get through a transaction through. Like it's fine to you know to to tax those transactions, but it's not okay just to tax somebody to use the services that they get from those transactions again, like you're doubling that tax, right? right? Yeah. This is like, like I kind of like explain to people like with, um, with a lot of taxes, it's like when it comes to like work, if you live in an area where you have to commute, like with your car to work, your tax on the income that you get while you, that you earn while you work, your tax on the gas, your tax on the services to keep your car running. You're also taxed on the food. If you have to go buy, you know, lunch or whatever. Um, and don't make food at home, right? You're taxed to work, <laughs> essentially, to make money. And so you're just doubling these taxes and taxes up on top of each other. And that's essentially what's happening here is they're taxing you for services that you're already taxed for. <laughs> yeah. And that you are taxed for to even access. On a, on a, like I said, on a population that is fleeing the Chicago area, <laughs> it is already pretty poor to begin with. <laughs> Further straining the taxes. On a city that doesn't do that does jack shit with their taxes anyways <laughs> you know like the whole state how of many, illinois pays for chicago like shit how many years have they had a deficit <laughs> too many in their budget <laughs> right i <laughs> uh, 
That, that's just ridiculous. Another reason not to go to Chicago, people. Place sucks anyways. Don't go there. I think I'm going to move there. <laughs> go, go ahead, bud. Yeah. Big like, time streamer like you, 9% tax. Are you shit, huh? Yeah. Well, not, yeah. Well, that's the thing is that they jumped it up from uh, from 5% to 4 or They jumped it up 4 full percent. And now here's another thing, and I couldn't get a, a good answer on this, is if that um, – if that is included with the 6.25% sales tax, right? So let's say, you know, I don't know if, and like I said, I don't know if this is where it's included, but so say I'm buying a ticket to go see Hamilton. Um, is that, I'm already being charged a sales tax on that plus the amusements tax, which would essentially make that a 13 point, or not 13, that'd make that um, uh, almost a 17% additional tax. On that. And I don't know if that's the, if that's how that works or not. I haven't been. I've tried to. Um, I've asked a couple different people. I tried to get a hold of somebody I know in my local legislator, local legislature, to see if um, they would be able to give me information on that. I don't know. My hmm. assumption is that that's not how it goes. That the amusement tax is essentially just like an, a different kind of sales tax. But like I, you know, kind of getting back to how this affects gaming on a budget, that you know, if it's a hundred dollars a year for that service, and I don't know how they're going to charge this, you mm-hmm. know, that's a hundred nine on top of you know that's you know, you know, when they start nickel and diming you, um, it makes it harder to find entertainment. Which <clears throat> my guess is, if you are scrimping and saving just to entertain yourself you probably don't yeah. have a lot of money to <laughs> you know you yeah. probably you probably don't have a lot of money and you're probably stressed out about a lot of things and that's one of the few distractions that keep people um keep morale high for a city and for a community is when people haven't have the money and the means and can afford to entertain themselves and not go fucking crazy <laughs> yeah yeah, it, like I said, sorry, like I'm wearing this on my sleeve and I'm like, it just, it boggles my mind, <laughs> especially for a oh, city like good. Chicago. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I got, no, I got no I love for Chicago. I've been there a couple of times. It's, it's not that great. <laughs> Breaking news, NTN podcast banned in Chicago after misleading listeners and cutting <laughs> them to spend $60 for a $7 game. Tax is not included yet. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, I've been to Chicago many times. I'm not far from Chicago. You know, it, Same. it's, you know, like I said, a four or five hour drive, depending on where I'm going and how traffic is to go to I think Chicago. It's five, to, five to six for me. You hearing what I'm hearing? We're not uh, going to Chicago. <laughs> you don't want to do, you don't, you don't want to do a, a Danny K meetup in Chicago. We can do like a whole NTN. We can fly right out and um, we can, you know. Oh, no, let's, let's pick we, somewhere better. <laughs> wait it's something about i'm getting flown out what's happening flown out to chicago <laughs> i'm okay danny I'm you all right go to, i'm good you wouldn't, you wouldn't go to twitchcon it was in the same state twitchcon's expensive dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like we can make our own con we can find the shittiest uh we can find the shittiest like hilton with like one conference room <laughs> we can do we can do the next to nothing con <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, we'll do it God. in Chicago. 
Oh, look at <laughs> where, time. It's distraction o'clock. Oh, I don't think I'll make it, guys. Yeah. Well, I, I, was I, gonna... think my, I think my schedule's booked that day. And then, you know, here's what we'll do. We'll charge... We'll charge $10 a ticket, and it'll actually be ten ninety for people to come in. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Where's y'all's con at? Fucking days in. Days in, yeah. We have... <laughs> and sorry, guys. We, uh, we, uh, it's $100 for a ticket, but you actually have to pay $109. <laughs> it's because of this goddamn amusement tax. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, yeah. And it, there are some things <clears throat> with wow, this tax. Max. Like, it depends on the size of the audience. Um, so it's not necessarily a 9% tax. But that's for, like, theaters and stuff like that. I don't think they're going to try to do this with the um, other stuff. And honestly, mm -hmm. like, I hope this gets stricken down. I think it I think it violates a lot of constitutional things like you know the the commerce clause between the states um <clears throat> you know other things you know the uniformity clause for Illinois yeah which like I said you know what really sucks is that this affects this affects people who might not even be living actually living in or being a resident of Chicago you know People who, like, there are a couple schools in Chicago, but a lot of times people go out of state or out of Chicago for school. You know, they go to Southern yeah. Illinois, they go over to Iowa, they go over to, you know, maybe they'll go to Michigan or Ohio, or they'll go out to Louisville. Louisville, yeah. <laughs> Just, I don't go get but, the Chicago people out of my city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then, but yeah, no, you're living in Louisville as, as a student. And then, you know, just to, you're getting an extra 9% on your Spotify for, you know, that doesn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. You know what that sounds like to me? Hmm. Sounds like I'm using my dorm mate's Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, this is, I don't think this is a good thing. I think it's bad for, this especially affects people who are on the lower income uh, spectrum of things. Um, yeah, overall, I, I. If you're in Illinois, especially if you're in Chicago, write to your local uh, lawmaker. And I, I would I would hate to see this like expand to New York or to other city major metropolitan areas who could who would see this as a potential uh, revenue source. Mm -hmm. Oh God, please don't come here. <laughs> yeah. I mean the the mo like the Twin Cities, St. Paul, Minneapolis. I could see them trying to do this. L.A., Seattle. You know, Miami, yeah. you know, Austin, Houston, like these are all like major metropolitan areas, Atlanta. I could see that would try to do something like this, too, and not just Chicago. I think Chicago is just the first because Chicago is so desperate for money. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they're willing to do anything. Like, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. like is we legal year there yet? That might be the next step in Chicago. Yeah, well. One thing people don't realize about Illinois is that Chicago is the bluest area of the entire state. Everywhere else is red. I would not expect. Hey, I showed you the picture. Of yeah, my you state. did. 
Yeah, when it's really weird with like Iowa, like Iowa, like it flips every so often. It, we go through state, we go through periods where we're just really red, um, and then we go through periods of like super blue. It's very strange. But um, Illinois is like Chicago is bright blue, and everything else is like a dull red in uh, Illinois. <laughs> At um, least it's not bright red. Yeah. Okay. So that's, so yeah, that's this cloud tax. I don't think this is good. I think this negatively affects people on the lower income spectrum. Chicago, knock it off. Like, stop trying to strangle your, stop trying to strangle your residents for money. This is not, that's not the way you try to run the city. Um, knock it off. <laughs> Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. We know you're watching. Bad. The entire city. <laughs> the entire city. We know. <laughs> we know. Uh, yeah, I was going to say... They're having a giant viewer party right now. Right. They're <laughs> like, paying extra money for it. We don't know who this Danny K kid is, but uh, he's going to be our next governor. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I don't even live there, but let's do it. <laughs> I could change my residency. It would, take, it would take me nothing to change my residency for... <laughs> like i said i have you know my mother lives on the uh other side of the border you know literally like across the river you just change your residency to the governor's mansion yeah i'm just gonna go ahead sup <laughs> like this is my house now yeah chicago knock it off as i decree from my in springfield <laughs> um so yeah, that's that's that. Like I said, I think this negatively affects people on the lower end of the spectrum, people who actually are living on a budget. Um, mm -hmm. And let's hope that this idea doesn't spread to other municipalities. I really hope it doesn't. Um, I see a lot of legal issues with it. I see a lot of negative things with it. Uh, yeah, let's just hope it doesn't. Like I said, that's all my hopes are, is that this gets stricken down. And if it doesn't, it doesn't spread um, to other municipalities that other municipalities and other uh, cities don't get this idea. Um, moving on, because I think I've kind of like exhausted my energy on that. Um, <laughs> was there any other news that we wanted to talk about? Anything that affects people? I think we're uh, pretty much good. I can't think of anything mm. like right off the bat. Okay. Yeah, I, can't yeah, think I think we're fine. Anything that's affecting people, no. Yeah, like I said, I just really wanted to get this out there, like make people aware of that, because that is, to me, a pretty big issue um mm -hmm. like a big uh injustice if a city can't afford to <laughs> pay for itself yeah. they can't strangle their um their residents um so yeah do we want to just call it here start uh do going ahead and plugging away and well i mean you could talk about how fortnite's getting a new mounted turret oh my god <laughs> I told you I'd get it in there. That was fun, guys. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> I don't. I don't care if it's the biggest game in the world, and I don't care that it's fucking free. We're not talking about Fortnite, <laughs> goddammit. it! You cannot. Oh, man. You cannot pay yeah, me I enough. Of, I can't. I can't think of anything uh, <laughs> like besides like just like little stuff that doesn't really like matter. Yeah. I just like games adding on little things. <clears throat> Oh, so when is, Ren decides to come back, he could talk about the room. When is Ren? Ren! <laughs> he straight up walked away. <laughs> I have no way to get in, in, in touch with him. Headphones users, you might want to turn things down real quick. Oh, he's back, he's back, he's back. Ren! Hi, guys. Hi. Ren. Hi. You yeah, want to talk, 
You want to talk about the room? Oh, I was planning on actually talking about that uh, next week. Cool. Yeah. Fine then. All right. Well, yeah. I haven't finished <laughs> it yet. Basically, sure. so far it's good. Okay. I'm, Seems good. I'm good with uh, with going ahead and doing plugs and uh, yeah. doing yeah. and 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 ending things here. Um, Ren, what's coming up on the channel? Where can people find you? And what are they going to find when they get there? Hi, I'm Ren, or Renditions, or a Minecraft XX Fiora Lover 18. Um, you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash Renditions. Uh, we're actually going to be playing that game. We're going to be playing The Room, and we're also going to be playing the uh, Spyro Reignited Trilogy tonight. Seems good. So, uh, yeah, that's the plan. That's the game plan. That's the strat. But awesome. yeah. <clears throat> yes sir cool uh the twitter all that stuff where can people find you oh uh, you can find me at twitter um at renditions two z's same thing with twitch same thing with instagram i think maybe <laughs> yeah i think everything is like all pretty much set up to that mm. but yeah you can find me anywhere at renditions two z's okay. those z's yep. and links for anyone that's listening to the podcast will be in the description below so look in your spotify and your google play all the descriptions down below um as well as on the uh youtube vod um anything else you want to plug real quick ren nope i'm good okay i'm all good mr slaughter hi where can people um, find you and what are they going to find when they get there and plug all away you can find me i'm on Twitter and Instagram, very, uh, Instagram very occasionally, but everything is Mr. Slaughter. It's one word on my usernames. Yeah, it's Mr. Slaughter. Like, they don't like space. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no one likes spaces apparently. But yeah, everything's uh, Mr. Slaughter on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, um, and like I've been currently right now I'm playing Spyro on PlayStation, mm -hmm. but. It's about to get a nice quality update because I just ordered a uh, capture card earlier today that'll be here tomorrow. Excellent. Nice. So, yeah, I'm excited about that because then I can play Jack and Daxter too and, I'll, and just relive childhood because that's what's next after the Spyro <laughs> trilogy is I'm going to play through probably all four of the Jack and Daxter games. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, other than that, I don't got much going on besides being like a slave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, obviously the podcast is here every week, uh, Tuesday, 7 PM. So follow my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Danny K. If you would like to watch us live, uh, coming up on my stream for the rest of the week, somebody requested I play Darwin project. So I might do that tomorrow or I might do it Thursday. Kind of depending on how I'm feeling, I'll probably be doing, um, mostly just, uh, some directing. I'm not a big fan of doing the, um, the, the competing, uh, myself all that often, um, otherwise I'll probably play Ring of Elysium, whichever day I don't play, um, Darwin Project. Uh, podcast should be out tomorrow on all the pod feeds, Spotify, Apple, Google Play, um, YouTube. So go all, to all those locations. Um, links will be down below in the, or links are down below on the Twitch channel. Um, otherwise you guys can send me a direct message or whatever if you need links to the show in those places. Um, we've been seeing a lot of really good numbers there. I don't know if people have just been downloading our back catalogs or, um, what's been going on there, but we appreciate seeing those numbers there. Uh, we appreciate seeing you guys here and talking with us, uh, in the live chat. So thank you very much. Uh, next week we should have, um, a pretty big guest. I'm really excited. <laughs> 
<laughs> kind of gushing a little bit. Um, we're just uh, kind of solidifying some things and making sure that uh, we're getting everything set up properly. So hopefully um, we have a very special guest next week uh, for the show. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to mention? No, I'm good. All right. Good to go. We will see you guys next week. Uh, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time right here on twitch.tv slash K. And goodbye, guys. Bye. Adios. Toodles. Hustle of pasta. <laughs>